in the, the music though. Just do the whole show. What music for the whole show? Yeah, just leave it on there. I discussed working the little lemons into some of the branding for the uh, at the club last night. And they were pretty into it. It's funny because I've been going into the, the Astor Club in downtown New York. If you guys don't know it, you could Google Astor Club New York Times or Astor Club Forbes. There's been a few articles about them. But they're a very art culture focused club. They have cause art all over the place. Lots of big artists and small artists. And I've talked about NFTs a lot over there to kind of blank stares, which has continued to surprise me because these guys are on the forefront of culture. And but, you know, it's very Instagram based, the type of hype boy culture. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. we know the reception that they get now. But lo and behold, there was a special event yesterday where the homie Golden State Banana, shout out to Golden State Banana, had actually come to New York to do a huge drop uh, for Astor Club. And I just sat down and started talking and they were already talking about NFTs. I said, oh, this is different. Um, apparently one of their friends had started a discord group. There's only like seven people. It's not like a, they're not trying to turn it into a business. They're just in a little server they created for themselves to for, for this one guy who knows what he's doing to essentially trade NFTs. He tells them what he's doing. They send them money. He trades it for them and they discuss it in this this discord of theirs. I was like asking what projects they were. They weren't completely educated or whatever, because this guy is doing like the bulk of the work for them. But it was the first time I had heard the word NFT and it didn't come out of my mouth. So there's your awesome. there's your set. Really good start. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's your set because <laughs> I, I heard it, but they had no idea what they were talking about. So while they mentioned it, we're still a long way from, you know, someone walking in the club and being like, hey, I just 100X'd on, you know, bad bunnies or something like that. Because mm -hmm. there is going to be a new Bored Apes this year. There is going to be a new Cool Cats this year that has not been released. And it's going to be a collection that starts out at 0.02 on a centralized marketplace. And it's going to create an entire crop of rich people who had never entered nfts before and i i i'm looking forward to this i think that sure it's going to take some shine off of the current blue chips but i look at how profound the effect of board apes has been on this market regardless of what you think about them they are the, the current nft market right now and i just you know it's um well, it looks like it's going to be Fanta Bears at this point. <laughs> Jesus. I'm warming up my coffee. Give me one second, sir. Yeah, yeah. Do it. We got a couple of minutes. We're good. Get some people in here. GM to everybody. How's everyone doing today? We feeling good after our wild weekend? 
see what we got. Oh, yeah. The troops are arriving. GM, look at these familiar faces. Got Hologram, Ashtray, Sam's in the house, Zopal. David Howe, welcome. Good to see you in here. Chase, Jurassic Forest, GM to everyone. Feeling zesty, Zopal. Yes, aren't we all? Oh, man. Actually, I got a little... Um, We'll do a little a uh, little overlay for the uh, for the culture here. Where is it? Oh no, it's a Bad Bunnies one. I thought I had a lemon one. Bad Bunnies doing all right too. Monday, Monday's turned into my favorite day of the week, guys. We get to come back here, hang out with you guys. It's when you do what you love because I totally feel the same way. When I started trading. When I started playing poker when I was younger, it was, you didn't like the weekend. The weekends were like, dang, the market's closed. I need to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but now the market never, <laughs> now well, the market NFT's, never closes. NFT market closes on weekends, apparently. Thanks a lot, OpenSea. Appreciate it. Yeah, really. What was that? Unbelievable. In, right in the, the blow off top, we were... Uh, <laughs> We were experiencing that could have gone on for a week if OpenSea could keep their servers open. Yeah, we'll see. Sales still looking good, though. I mean, I didn't. Uh, it didn't. is, it is impressive how well floors held after what was easily the most impressive day in NFTs since since late summer. I mean, it was reminiscent of the late summer. Uh, well, in no terms point. of volume, the biggest days ever. Yeah. Yep. by far yep what was it i saw two billion two billion in uh in volume open seas done in the first week of january yes jurassic Read forest it. asked a very interesting question will alpha mint host a poker tournament well here's some breaking news the answer is yes oh, and <laughs> breaking news we, all right yes we will uh be having an alpha mint poker tournament that is going to be set up by our uh, in-house resident rocket scientist and genius Kiwi, and yeah, we will we will make an announcement of that in the coming uh, days. But yes, we are having an Alpha Mint Poker Tournament. Jurassic. That's exciting. Are we uh, putting our NFTs up? One lemon entrance fee. Mm, wow! Now that's a real. Uh... <laughs> that would actually be high high stakes at this point, almost. I also so think we're talking that... like oh my god, that's like almost World Series level entrance. <laughs> I also think that would get um, get a lot of press too. Oof. A poker tournament where everybody put in the same NFT and the prize pool was distributed percentage wise. That's how many of the NFTs we get. That would be that would be pretty dope, actually. I think we might be <laughs> onto something. We just have to make sure the tournament is about 12 hours so that the floor price doesn't move dramatically, though. It doesn't matter. Everyone's same value is still... Uh, one lemon equals one lemon. You could make an NFT as an entrance fee and then whatever the... Uh, mm-hmm. No, nah, I guess the price wouldn't correlate properly. Never mind. Well, I just doubled my money on that. On that looks rare. Did you? Is it up? Yeah, I all just doubled our money. Where is it? Damn, we got a lot of talk about looks rare <laughs> is probably going to be a big topic. We're like, just like, what are we going to talk about today? Like, everything just went up and to the right, which is amazing. And like, but it's hard to like pinpoint a thing. And then we're like, oh, now looks rare got thrown in our laps. Like, perfect. Um, right. That's uh, unbelievable. What a, what a morning. 
whether you sold your holding, you bought more, like this just seems uh magic magic man the internet what a place web three all right got 23 people in here listening gm to everybody the cardinal's gonna buy in with a lemon guys if you haven't checked out cardinal's um uh art the lemon art that he's been doing like you gotta go see it cardinal can you drop the link in the uh in the chat i'll uh i'll pull it up on screen very, very talented dude. Now we got yeah. BitClout talk going on in the chat. Let's not do that. No BitClout. Get out of here. Yeah. No. There's a... Uh, When's the last time you've been on there? Um, It's been a, it's been a few weeks. The last time I was on there was when I tried to sell my BitClout into the pop, and I couldn't because I live in New York. Yes. Love the NYC... But maybe not New York State. I don't know. Is that how it works? Tell you the craziest thing that happened this weekend. I was chilling in a few discords and I saw uh, these wolf stickers popping up everywhere from random people. It was no. Oh, oh, that's kind of big news, too. Yeah. That yeah. maybe lead into that a little bit on the show. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Wolf stickers from people who I've never seen throw up wolf stickers. you buy into a poker tournament with a lemon you've already lost <laughs> unless you won like just when i said i doubled my money it had to had to pull back 35 percent. but look <laughs> we all know how these things work this is this is gonna be a wild ride up on its way to thirty dollars oh it's two bucks fuck yeah it was it was three forty when I quoted you. <laughs> it was, was it really? Oh, that candle. Yeah, it was a brief second. Someone plunked right into that three forty, but yeah, it was there for a brief second. Yeah, and uh, I uh, I think on its way to thirty dollars, it is going to pull back fifty to seventy percent a few times. So if you cannot handle the, that type of volatility and pullbacks, then uh, then I would I would not. Not right. We are a mere three hundred X from hitting um, uh, <laughs> open seas market cap of thirteen million dollars, of which I believe is a fake market cap in the sense that if that was publicly traded, it would be a hundred billion dollar company the next day on the stock exchange. So VCs are getting a very good deal right now. It would probably IPO in the 30 to 40 billion dollar range and then quickly double or triple on you know who's not getting a good deal right now the people that fucking use it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well here to save the day let's start the show let's start the show gm everybody and welcome to the monday january 10th edition of the morning show Hosted by the Alpha Mint crew live on YouTube and Twitch. I am your host, R2G Gen, and I am joined with me by the King of the Lemons, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Hey now. Hey now. What a fucking weekend we had. This was unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I felt like we were ramping up to something, but I, I got to think that this exceeded most of our expectations um, in terms of volume and fun. It wasn't perfect, though. Uh, OpenSea are. Uh, 
our loving platform of choice or of no choice, I guess, uh, definitely kind of seemed to take the wind out of our sails uh, a bit on Saturday, but definitely yesterday. And it was very frustrating. But uh, all in all, I think that this was um, just uh, something I've never seen before. I mean, we set open or we set uh, volume records on open sea. The floors of almost everything just went absolutely nuts. And it actually felt like there could have been more to it. Yeah, I, this was the most remarkable day of my NFT career. There had been a few days like this back in August, but I wasn't quite as exposed to, I guess, the hot items of the day because, you know, Cool Man's Universe, Alien Friends, Little Lemon Friends, all just mooning something vicious along oh, with no, no. what people are are calling, you know, the new blue chip here in Doodles. Pranksy must have aped into about 500 ETH worth of doodles over the weekend, uh, a few really big one of one buys. And it's it's certainly become uh, people are billing it as the next blue chip and it's hard to argue with them. It did so, flip cool cats at a certain point, too, right? It, it did flip cool cats for a brief minute. Um, I do think. The doodles euphoria is peaking here a bit and not not long term. We know all these things. Look, Cool Cats got up to 15 and pulled back to four. Uh, you know, Punks got up to 125 and pulled back to 50. Everything does its thing. So I think doodles may be a little long in the tooth. Again, the only thing that that keeps me thinking that we just we have to not be cautious here is that this is new money flowing into the market. This is not the same internal F and NFT money just sloshing around. And as long as new money is coming into this market, I really don't expect any 50% pullbacks across the board. Sure, you'll see it in individual collections and everything gets a little bit ahead of itself. But boy, floors are holding up very well this morning considering. Yeah, I think that was the most important takeaway from all of this is like, sure, we saw lemons go from like point three, point four, all the way up to, I think, 1.25. We'll discuss the floors and where they all went later. Um, uh, Alien Friends was just on the run of a lifetime. Uh, Fanta Bears uh, is, is absolutely insane. Took everybody by surprise. Um Obviously, yesterday there was definite, uh, uh, definite momentum loss from OpenSea just doing the OpenSea thing. Uh, but it's back online now and things are holding pretty strong. I mean, it might feel like there's a big pullback considering we went like Lemon Friends, for instance, went from uh, or went all the way up to 1.25 and now we're sitting at 0.75. But um, erase that giant run up. And if we're sitting at 0.75, um, a mere two or three days later since the last time we did this show and we gave one away or uh, that was last week, but um, 0.75 feels really good right now. So, you know, and to put things into perspective, we are still in an amazing spot. None of these floors are reflecting the real story because volume has left guys. There's, a, there's no one buying right now. If volume came back, all those floors are paper. Th it wouldn't take Very anything to get them back. You know, Lemons is 100 away from one. Cool Man's is 70 away from 1.9. Alien Friends is about 50 or 60 away from its high around four. None of these floors have gotten anywhere near where they were the first time we were at these prices. So 
I, look, if volume stayed away for days, I would expect more and more supply to continue coming on the market. But with Ethereum dipping under 3000 here, I can imagine uh, people want to buy more NFTs. Yeah, it's important to uh, to remember that with all of this volume and all of these sales, you're getting new holders entering a project in at different price points. Um, and while we make fun of it a lot on Alpha Mint and we see it all like time and time again, someone will buy for like 0.9. And then 20 minutes later, you'll see them list it for 0.7 as the floor starts to drop. And those are just like high volume traders trying to get in and, and exit their position really quickly. You know, it happens and we make fun of it. For a lot of people, um, if you bought it, you know, a lemon friend at 0.9, one ETH, like you're not naturally inclined to just sell for a loss. This is a like a new kind of price level that people have reached. And, you know, unless it's, um, unless it's really an extended pullback and then you get some volume that people want to sell into, uh, there's a pretty good chance that, uh, you know, as you said, the floor is paper thin. Once we kind of cross that threshold again, it could be a, uh, a new, um, uh, a point, a new support and point. And these are all legit communities, right? That's yeah. what keeps these floors high. Whether you're talking about alien friends, lemons, even cool mans at this point, these are legitimate communities. The holders are very, very, the unique holders are very high on all of these collections. And I, I do think people are buying these because they want them to be their PFP and they want to be part of the club. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get into what's going on in the crypto market right now. Even just since we've been talking, it's gotten a little bit more ugly than it was an hour ago. Um, but I will pull this up right now. Bitcoin has dipped below forty thousand. Ethereum has dipped below three thousand, sitting at twenty nine hundred um, for ETH and thirty nine eight for Bitcoin. So uh, I mean, these are. Uh, psychological thresholds that are, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty painful to start getting into that. Um, definitely don't think that we're in like a world of hurt just yet. This could be a good buying opportunity for big money or even just people sitting on the sidelines waiting for an entrance point. You know, it felt uh, it, it felt like it was probably pretty hard to buy ETH at 4,400. Um, so we might be seeing this just being a short term thing. You're better looking at charts than me, though. We're starting to get uh, we're, we're we're starting to zoom out and we're starting to hit some lows on like the 90 days and whatnot. Twenty eight hundred is the next support. If we lost twenty eight hundred, it could go much lower. I believe uh, the sell off is just about done here. I would be buying ETH around this level. That's just my trader instinct. The chart looks terrible. Um, if you went in and tried to buy right now, you would be buying. Uh, you'd be trying to catch a falling knife. I, as a trader, would be watching ETH today for maybe a quick flush to twenty eight hundred, which I would get pretty aggressive in. Uh, I think we're going to bounce back to 33, 35 here pretty soon. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, again, like I, I've seen this time and time again, we, you know, the ebbs and flows of the the crypto market, um, they can be short lived or they could be very long and painful. Uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not at a point where I think we're anywhere close to being over again. If you just zoom out a year, you're probably feeling pretty good about your entrance point. Obviously, that's not the case for everybody. Um, but as ETH starts to go down, the, uh, the, the JPEGs start to look pretty juicy too. Um, obviously, Obviously, the U.S. price in them is going down with it, but uh, I think people are more inclined to spend a little bit more ETH on things when ETH isn't as expensive either. So if you're actually denominating in Ethereum, uh, you're probably pretty happy right now. 
And Ethereum is, ex- excuse me, Ether is extremely undervalued relative to the, the value of the network in which it operates. I, I am always, and I, I do think, and it's the simple answer, and everybody says it, it has to do with gas fees. It's just, that's just how it is right now. I think that gas fees are holding Ether back from being, uh, from getting fair value. And we saw this in Apple for a very, very long time. Apple was growing at a clip, double-digit clip that was mind-boggling for a company of its size. We're talking 20 to 30x, yet Apple was only afforded anywhere from 9 to 12 multiple on their stock for years. And there was a myriad of reasons that analysts and and Wall Street gave. Eventually, Apple has now come into its own and it trades at about 30 times earnings, which is reflective of its growth rate. I think that Ether is in a similar position right now. And there are many technical reasons as to why Ether has not uh, attained what I consider fair value. I think those things will be solved over time. If you're a believer in Web3, these low prices should be appealing to you, not scary. Yep, definitely. Uh, you know, if I was uh, sitting on the sidelines in stable coins right now, it looks like a good time to buy. Uh, <laughs> Can little, I buy uh, ETH with ETH? I'm, I'm sitting yeah, here. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to buy more ETH, but all I have is ETH. It doesn't. That's, I don't know that's exactly works. the problem that I think you and I are both in right now <laughs> is that we keep these funds in ETH and, you know, extract it when we uh, need money to live in the real world. But uh, oh, well, that's it. Anyone being paid in ETH uh, for their normal salary may be feeling a little worse than the rest this morning. If you get paid in USD, you're feeling okay today. Yeah, but it's all good. There's an interesting conversation going on in the chat right now between Icon and uh, Shubes just about like, yeah. you know, it is it is actually, pro- uh, you know, a, a good idea to have some of your portfolio in stable coins for opportunities like this, right? Like the really good traders are never 100% or always have, you know, some portion of liquidity in their, uh, in their portfolio. And, and it just kind of scales based on what's happening in the market. When MoonPay picks up its phone to the next celebrity and tell them how much a board ape costs, they tell them in dollars, right? They're not going to tell them in ETH. And but the cheaper it is in dollars, I think the more apes they're going to sell. I mean, even look, I know when you're spending X amount of money, it doesn't matter, but it matters to everyone. I don't care who it is. If, if the thing was 300000 yesterday and it's two forty today, you're more inclined to buy it as a speculative asset if it's something you want. Speaking of bored apes and celebrities and MoonPay, I think MoonPay was involved in this, but a uh, good segue into Travis Barker picking up a bored ape um, this weekend. Was it uh, January 8th? Yeah, Saturday. So uh, Travis Barker has entered the bored ape fray. And we actually were um, we were talking on uh, Discord, you and I, on the voice chat um, about kind of what's happening with bored apes and celebrities onboarding. And now we start, you know, you start to think that um, if this is kind of now the de facto project that celebrities are starting to to get into and want to use as their profile picture in a club that they want to join, uh, these are not people that are apt to sell. I mean, I, honest to God, like board apes could go to zero and Travis Barker's not going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm wrecked, right? Like all of these people, they're just going to hold their board apes. Um, you know, if board apes doubles in price, they're not going to be selling. They found the one that looks like them. We saw that the M and ape, which it was like a you know 
know, doppelganger for Eminem. Uh, Travis Barker's got this like punk looking one with, uh, you know, the joint in the mouth or the cigarette, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a leather punk jacket and whatnot. And, uh, you know, asking if this looks like him, uh, you know, they, they want their representation of, of uh, themselves in the board ape form. Um, but you know, the interesting thing is that with board apes, there is only 10,000 of them. And, you know, there's a lot of celebrities that uh, can afford to spend this kind of money on stuff like that. And we might actually see celebrities start to constrict the supply of board apes quite a lot. There's there's a lot more than 10,000 celebrities who would pay a million dollars to join an exclusive club. And and we are we are seeing uh, one of the most exclusive clubs in the world, which is going to be on par with Soho House coming into its own. Uh, buying a membership to this club is great marketing for the club and yourself as a celebrity. Um, I want to shout out the homie Blondish, who also got a board ape over the weekend and was facilitated by MoonPay. Um, you know, MoonPay is... It is really resp- largely responsible for the bull run we're going through right now, and it shouldn't be discounted. This at, this new money is going to keep flowing in, and I, I just really don't see, you know, these guys bought Bored Apes for a couple hundred bucks, and now they're selling them to celebrities for $350,000, and I'm sure they're going to cash some of that money out, but a lot of it's going to flow down into small and medium collections. That's what we've been seeing. I just don't see it stopping anytime soon. We... We've been chatting about it in private, but it's been leaked that Eminem and Snoop Dogg are going to feature Bored Apes at the at the Super Bowl halftime show. This is the most watched broadcast in the world on an annual basis. I think the World Cup gets more viewers, but that's every four years. And this year, when NFTs are the center of the halftime show, any celebrities that haven't FOMO'd in yet, I think we are going to see the board eight bot go absolutely fucking nuts the night of the Super Bowl, the same way the punk spot did after Visa bought one and ushered in uh, last summer's bull run. So, yeah, I uh, the rumors surrounding the Super Bowl are really interesting because now, like, I'm picturing like, imagine if the Super Bowl does a PO app for anybody that was in, you know, in the crowd, and now all of a sudden these people are like, oh, kind of like I want to go get that, or you know, for anybody watching, um, imagine they airdrop any NFTs to uh, to those people, um, you know, they get featured. Like the NFL is already kind of in on it, and uh, the NFL is going to want their version of the Top Shot to be as accessible. Uh, pardon me, as successful as possible. Uh, and what better platform to make that happen than the Super Bowl? I mean, like you said, it is the most watched broadcast year after year after year in the world. Um, and, you know, that's it is the prime platform to make this happen. So, I, you know, circle that date. Even if you're not a football it, fan, watch closely. This will be a seminal moment in our industry, and we will look back on it uh, as having changed everything. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, clip that and, and record it. I think that you are definitely on to something and um, it, it will be a, an absolute breakthrough moment for sure. Um, moving on with some news. I just thought this was interesting. Uh, Binance CEO CZ's 96 or yeah, $96 billion fortune is worth double Satoshi's Bitcoin stash. Uh, he's become one of the richest people in the world, even without his crypto holdings. Now, this is a really interesting, um, 
um, number because this $96 billion that he's worth is not including all of the crypto that he personally holds in his wallet, much of which is probably uh, not disclosed. But, um, you know, we were having an interesting conversation in the pre-show about the Forbes lists and, you know, whether or not these people start to make these and how they're viewed uh, in the world. Um, I think it's a very, very real possibility that CZ is, is, you know, the actual richest person in the world. World, especially seeing the fact that with his Binance um, holdings and whatnot, he is uh, basically uh, a hundred billionaire. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's very possible that a few crypto people have surpassed the wealth of of both Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. I don't. I think it has. It comes down to how Forbes calculates these things. I'm not sure how they value crypto holdings necessarily. Also, it's very difficult to track multiple wallets of of these uh, wealthy individuals. But when you think that, you know, this $96 billion is just in common stock of of Binance, right? Or it could be, I don't know if it's, if it's what, what class of shares it is, but the man owns $100 billion just in Binance shares. And I'm sure as much if not more in various cryptos so he very well could be the richest person in the world and it wouldn't surprise me crypto is the greatest wealth transfer um in history and these guys are either at the top of a very large pyramid scheme or (laughs) the new normal yeah yeah we obviously think it's the new normal but um you know these 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 this wealth class is going to have to be recognized by these uh, traditional media um, institutions that kind of report on the, the world's richest people. Uh, I, I think there was some um, frustration a few years back, and I think it was 2017, late 2017, when Ripple went on its initial gigantic run, and uh, the CEO of Ripple, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, held a disproportionately large amount of the XRP token, and we're like, we're talking about like you know 50 percent of the supply like xrp is just such a shit token for uh, so many reasons that being one of them um but it went on this run to like three dollars and all of a sudden this guy was like you know the richest person in the world with a wealth of like 250 dollars uh 250 billion dollars in in uh, xrp but I mean, there, it, there's no way that that would have even remotely been able to be liquidated into, uh, you know, into any kind of money because he just had to held such a large supply that the second he started selling any of them, the whole price would have tanked. Um, I think there was a lot of frustration in the like the, the the finance and like the people who really follow the wealth lists closely that you know these people shouldn't be excluded on that because these are you know highly volatile assets that many people just view as a Ponzi scheme. And, uh, you know, it's not even worth reporting on. But I mean, this is, you know, the CEO of the largest uh, exchange in the world. It's uh, even by Coinbase's standards, considerably larger at the end of the day. And uh, and, and yeah, he is, uh, you know, he is he's at the top of the, the, the food chain right now. That's for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Justin's son, he's another one who very well could be one of, if not the richest person uh, in the world. So I. I would love to see Forbes change the way it calculates these things because it's very interesting. 
It's actually, it's funny because we're like kind of doing the rally call for them to change the way that they report on. But somebody in the chat just said, Vladimir Putin is the world's richest person. And if he's not, it would only take a day to shake down a few people to be number one. And like, that's true too. Uh, there, there's a very, well, the Saudi, very the Saudi family is worth a trillion dollars. And it's, you know, yeah. while it is split up amongst many princes, it's largely known. It's all under the control of, uh, of Mohammed, of bin Mohammed. So. You know, that is it, obviously the, in the way that Forbes calculates thing, there is greater wealth out there in the world. But as far as individual achievement, uh, I think Forbes kind of nails it. Yeah, definitely. And the, the one other thing that I wanted to just kind of touch on that you said is, you know, this has been the greatest wealth transfer in history. Um, this uh, crypto has actually been um, the biggest creator of uh, billionaires, more, more so than any individual uh, asset class in the past. So, I mean, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's not as many billionaires in crypto today as there was yesterday or three weeks ago. Um, but you know, we're, we're, we'll get back to those levels and beyond, and we're just going to see that continue to grow and grow and grow. And I mean, it's taken a lot of people from, you know, very low net worths into the millions or tens of millions as well. So, I mean, this is just an incredible market to be a part of. And, uh, yeah, CZ is, uh, is definitely a, one of the ones leading that charge. Um, another interesting article that I saw pop up, um, and it was more around the discussion uh, than the actual article, but the crypto dead man switch sarcophagus raises $5.5 million from VCs via a DAO. Um, and this is some kind of a, a dead man switch that allows you to program a smart contract as to what to do with the funds in your wallets or the seed phrase or whatever, um, you know, should the untimely demise of your person uh, end up happening. But, you know, this is kind of a funny thing uh, that they've laid out, especially calling it a sarcophagus. Um, but uh, I thought the the conversation was very interesting because it's one of those things that like you you do really should consider how to properly set yourself up um, if anything unfortunate were to happen, especially if you have, you know, beneficiaries and, and whatnot that uh, should be taken care of, uh, you know, upon that happening. Um, you know, I personally have a safety deposit box with uh, a hard wallet and like, you know, stuff in there that uh, outlines how, how to properly handle this stuff and, you know, who to trust and not to trust. Um, and I, I just think it's it's a really important thing that more people should be considering, especially as the market goes up. You know, if you're in NFTs and you start to hold some of these really valuable assets, um, you know, you, you got to make sure that, uh, you know, the people that you you love are taken care of. It's a difficult conversation, but I want you to sit and think right now that if you drop dead tomorrow, would anybody know how to liquidate your NFTs and get your money to your family? This is a we talk about how our opportunity is friction. Well, it could also really screw you if you don't sit down with your family, teach them a little bit about crypto. Uh, I would write down exactly what they have to do in bullet points. Um, I would then show them what they have to do. Uh, you give that to them. You make sure they keep it safe. It's a morbid conversation to have, but you do not want your family to be screwed by your net worth being completely locked up in something that they don't know how to access. 
Yeah, for sure. And please, for the love of God, explain to them that this is actually real money. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there, there, there is a, a path to, to real money at the end of this too. I think a lot of people think like, oh, like it's worth that much, but you can't really sell it or like, oh, it's just, it's kind of just stuck on the internet. It is what it is. Like, no, no, no. Like this is, this is a real thing. It's, it's a real wealth opportunity. And, uh, and yeah, you need to, um, you need to be able to, uh, you know, explain and articulate to people how to uh, to be able to handle this. You could take, even take it a step further and make it like a scavenger hunt around the world or something. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, that would be, that would be <laughs> like awesome. a national treasure, like leaving well, clues for your family. You don't want to so make they, it too uh, easy. at the end of it. You don't want to make it too easy for your wife and your new husband to go spend the millions that you left them. <laughs> but you know, you should still at least make it accessible somehow. There. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I just, uh, I, I thought that was, uh, it just made me think of like a kind of an interesting topic. And uh, like you said, it's a morbid one. It's not one that we, uh, we like to have, but you know, accidents and stuff do happen. So, you know, take it seriously and uh, just set yourself up properly. So um, turn into a ghost and start haunting so quick. Yeah. <laughs> your, be- your began collection. You're just banging on the cupboards like. Began. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll move on from there. In the uh, the last one that I saw, I, I've never actually seen this commercial either, but the title is After 13 Years, They Still Hate Bitcoin. The backlash to a Matt Damon ad is just the latest reminder. Lots and lots of people really hate crypto. So what might change their minds? Um, I just thought it was interesting. Oh, I don't have it pulled up. That the... Um, I watched the commercial. It was, it was, I don't know. It was all right. It was, it was kind of cool, but whatever. It was a little corny with the like fortune favors, the bold tagline. Um, but it was for crypto.com. And, uh, yeah, all of a sudden people have really, really started, uh, bashing Matt Damon for wanting to be the uh, face of a giant Ponzi scheme. And, um, you know, if name renaming the Staples Center to Crypto.com Stadium and uh, and having Matt Damon headline a, uh, a commercial isn't enough. You know, some people I don't think are ever going to change their mind. Oh, God damn it. Someone just someone just sniped my grail Illuminati. That you were going to buy? Yeah. Oh. All right. I, if you guys don't know, I'm a big uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. And there is, a, <laughs> there is a trait in there that is called mutant. That is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle eating a piece of pizza. And some of the pyramids they could be matched with aren't like perfect. And some look like the top of a Ninja Turtle. And I just got I just got sniped. I'm not I, I don't you know, Matt Damon, people mad. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, it is. It really just is like headline fluff. I just, uh, I actually watched the commercial, and it was like, it was kind of cool. I'm like, you know, whatever. It's fun to see these people actually start to to be involved in it. Again, it's like there's a legitimacy factor for every for every angry person that's tweeting out about Matt Damon being part of a commercial. There's probably at least five people that went, huh. Matt Damon's doing this, like whatever, right? Like I just, uh, it's interesting stuff. So um, the big, I think the big, big news of the day is uh, the looks rare um, airdrop and NFT marketplace that kind of uh, came to light early, early this morning. I think it was about 3 a.m. Eastern time, just in time for the uh, the West Coast DGENs to, to make a quick buck and go to bed. But uh, yeah, that's been the talk of the town on this Monday morning. Looks rare. It's the, doll, the, the looks token. 
is what's being airdropped to people. Um, and maybe some shades of SOS airdrop um, with an added layer of a working uh, product um, and being backed by some some of the biggest names in NFTs, particularly Dingling and Pranksy. Uh, these guys are highly, highly wealthy, highly, highly influential in the NFT world. And more importantly, they are participants in the NFT world. They are, you know, the the top tier DGENs of the NFT space. And if anybody's going to be kind of leading the charge on making an NFT platform, I'm happy that it's people that know kind of uh, what what they need to 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 succeed in there. What's going to give them, you know, the best user experience. Yeah, I think this is bad news for SOS Coin, as this is the working product. Maybe we were expecting them. Uh, to announce a release. And I'm not surprised to see SOS down 25% today. Um, go claim your looks tokens if you're eligible. Another free airdrop, which this you know industry is, is built on. And if this airdrop is successful like SOS, I would expect also for it to flow down into, into JPEGs. Though, just over the last few minutes since we've been talking, gas spiked to 400 and every floor I watched took a 20% dip uh, as people seem to be panicking and not knowing what to do with anything and are just selling things because they don't understand what to do. Yeah, that's one of the uh, the difficult things about these airdrops is it does tend to make the ecosystem a little bit gassy for a short period of time while everybody's trying to claim these and then move them into their or get them into their wallet, then sell or buy more. There's lots of volume going on in them. Um, but uh, yeah, like you, you said, uh, this could flow down into NFTs. I personally saw it claimed it and then you know was doing some looking into it and i think that this is a very very bullish uh proposition so i did end up buying some more but that's you know my own personal take on it um one of the reasons why i like it again like as we said there is a working marketplace that's already involved in it i did like the mechanics of the claim where you actually had to go in there and list one of your nfts it could be a shit nft that you've been you know in your hidden folder forever didn't matter but there was like that there was a little bit of like you had to you had to get in there you had to be engaged and you know the second that you list that token you see oh this is something that actually works it's not the promise of something it's not um an idea that these guys are trying to raise funds for like they have built this marketplace that you can go on there and list uh we did see a board ape get sold there uh today and a doodles just went for i think 11 eth on that platform uh and then the, you know there's the added you know, bonus of the actual token. There's some tokenomics there. You get the token, you could stake it, you can add it to the liquidity pool, but staking it actually entitles you to your share of the two and a half percent fees that looks rare takes. Um, so this is uh, a really, really interesting value proposition in that the more successful that looks rare is, uh, the more successful you are as an NFT participant as well. I really like the fundamentals of this. And I think that there's the right people behind it to really kickstart this, um, did you? What did you? You claimed your looks token. What did you end up doing with it? Uh, I claimed my looks. I doubled down. And is staking live? Um, it, you know, I, I have. I didn't get that far. I did just claim it, and then I bought a little bit more, um, and then had to start preparing for the show. So that was uh, kind of on my immediate to do list after. Not sure if staking is live just yet. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, these are called shit coins. Okay. Most of them are going to go to zero. But if you have the liquidity 
to say buy and stake a shit corn like magic, well, you just became a millionaire. All right. This year. And there's no harm in throwing a little bit of what you can lose into a bunch of these things and forgetting about them. Right. Because you just especially if they have a decent concept underneath, there's no you know, if it's not costing you anything and you don't need the liquidity, set it and forget it. And I'm going to do that with looks and it very well could go to zero along with SOS. And I'd be sad. But I think that if I do this over the next eight years, one of them is going to, uh, you know, make my entire decade. So, yeah, definitely. Um, it, just uh, the chat is saying that uh, uh, staking is live. Thank you. Oh, so cool. Cool, shubs. Um that but just that there was very high gas fees to uh to actually stay here right now okay. so but the api apy has been been dropping pretty dramatically as they've uh the staking has increased but yeah um, of course i know it was at 200k and it, yeah. look i'll take a thousand percent api right now hell if this were a successful coin and you were getting a hundred percent uh api you'd be a very happy uh very happy yeah plus the the increased evaluation of the actual underlying token while you're doing it right right Right. So um, this is very, very interesting. Uh, I also saw some um, uh, dingling tweet out that there was going to be basically a built-in Weth offer uh, bot, but rather in the um, the idea that you can put a, a Weth offer or a standing Weth offer or you know maybe a larger chunk into a project and kind of create a floor there that people can kind of sell into for liquidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Weth offering is you know, can be very profitable if you're good at it on OpenSea. Yeah. Uh, but I think this kind of changes the game in terms of the liquidity proposition for JPEGs. And, you know, we were joking that maybe your non-fungible tokens are now semi-fungible with, uh, you know, people being able to just buy whatever floors are listed. Um, and I think it also creates a situation where, you know, people now have to overcut those like buy walls that that exist kind of like in a, you know, traditional market setting. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's it's a double-edged sword. And if we could take a time machine to the future, we'd look back and go, yeah, it had to happen and it's been beneficial in this way and we're for it. But it's going to be, it's going to take away your edge of wealth offering, right? There's that whole edge that if you are very liquid and very wealthy, that you can get in there and either use a bot or spend your day banging with offers uh, to people that will that edge is going to go away. So I could certainly see how traders would not like that as it's a major source of income for those who know what they're doing. But there are going to be benefits on the back end as well. I think floors will be more stable. And I think we'll see higher floors in general because of this. So again, it's just about what you do and what your strategy is. But if you look at traditional markets, these type of edges that existed, they get they get eroded over time. They get worn down because a company like Looks Rare says we can make a lot of money offering this feature to people, right? So they're essentially taking the money that was being made by traders and they're getting it themselves because now they've transferred that over to their system. So see this in traditional markets all the time. And I expect more of it. Any of these edges where we go, wow, isn't this incredible? We could do this. It's going to get eaten up. 
Yeah, look, and any time that's uh, you know a, a programmer can create a a weth offer bot that kind of functions the same way that they're proposing this feature will on looks rare. Uh, it's only a matter of time before it just gets integrated into some kind of um, user interface native to the actual exchange uh, or marketplace itself. Uh, you know, if the if the demand is slightly there, now all of a sudden looks rare's proposition to jump over to their platform is like, look, you don't need to sign up for these bots. You don't necessarily know where they're coming from. Shout out to the Cyber Babies crew because they do great work and do stuff like that and they're, they're trustworthy as fuck. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot of shit floating around out there. Uh, and you know, the more, the more you add on to your, uh, you know, your extensions and, and usage of stuff and the more you tie into your wallets, uh, the more at risk you can be. And like, you know, there's a lot of merit to having these as, um, as a, as a native feature. And I mean, it's only a matter of time. Like it's one of the things that Robinhood did really good. You know, I don't like the company or whatever, but they took the user experience to the next level for traditional stocks. And, you know, there's some crypto elements in there and whatnot, but uh, yeah, it's like you said, these things get arbed away. What used to be a huge edge slowly gets whittled away until it's not anymore. And then, you know, the sophisticated traders move on to something new. Someone just, I can't even see it right now, but someone just made a huge buy into looks. It popped to like $9 for a brief second, but it was a liquidity event. It wasn't like anyone could have sold at that amount. It was yeah. like a liquidity event that just perfect store, but always fun to see. <laughs> Nice little candle. yeah. This thing's uh, this thing's looking pretty good. It definitely hasn't dumped the way that uh, that it could have. And actually, important to note, we didn't even talk about it. The more you've used OpenSea, the more of these looks rare tokens you've got. Um, I, I'm relatively new to uh, to NFTs, and when I say that, like I think we're probably going on about four months now. Never been a super high volume trader or dealing with like the high, high, high priced JPEGs. Um, but I mean, I, you know, when I claimed it this morning, my airdrop was worth almost like an ETH, um, which is just incredible. Like if I had decided to sell that, uh, you know, that's that's an, a, an amazing amount of liquidity that I probably would have immediately gone shopping on on OpenSea or maybe even checked out Looks Rare and tried to go shopping on that too. Yeah, absolutely. I think the redistribution of market fees could really, you know, it's the killer feature that's obvious and everybody wants. This is Pranksy. This is a community airdrop. Let's see if they can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I think there's something here. Um, I I feel good about it. And like we saw with with SOS token, you know, it, it felt like it was supposed to be a sell once you got it, and like from that point at 25x, obviously cooled down. And obviously with the advent of Lux token, it is not doing super hot right now. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I think that there's a, a product in this that's uh, that's really going to work for people, and we'll see we'll see how far they can go. It might not be immediate, but uh, you know. If you want to do the uh, the weird apples to oranges comparisons of market caps, we are a cool 300x away from being uh, open seas market cap. So uh, if you if you got in and you're holding now, there's a good chance you're very very early. And open seas private valuation is nothing compared to what it would be on a public market. And this is already a public coin. So again. Well, let's see them do $270 million in volume in a day before we start uh, ascribing them open seas uh, market cap. But at oh, the yeah, same time, you can see the potential here if this were to work. And I mean, 
the community is hungry, is rabid for something other than OpenSea. And we're getting a lot of competitors here in the first quarter. Let's see what it does. Yeah. I mean, if there's one singular cause that people in NFTs love rallying around, it's basically, you know, fuck OpenSea at this point, right? Like we hate the high gas fees. It makes it hard to trade, especially once your NFTs drop down below a certain price, right? It it gets really impalatable to to spend as much in gas as you are actually on the asset. Um, But, you know, people are hungry for something that's going to replace OpenSea. And I just, I don't think OpenSea has done a good enough job to protect their moat. I think it's a very wide moat. I think that there's a lot of... um, ground that any potential competitor has to cover. Uh, I think Coinbase is immediately the one that can on or uh, I don't think they are immediately the one that can um, onboard uh, the most users and and kind of take over quickly. But, you know, Coinbase is a publicly traded company, too. They have to be careful with what they're doing for their marketplace. This, uh, you know, this this might be the one who knows. Yeah, definitely. We'll see for sure. Um, Also, just oh, yeah. Were you going to add on to that? I just said I bought more. I didn't just keep my claim. I, I bought more. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Me too, for sure. I feel I'll good place about it. Too. Bet. Place the bets for sure. But you know what? If you cashed out, good on you. Um, you probably got away with a nice little Monday morning payday. Amazing stuff. Um, also just want to show or uh, you know, throw it out there. Cardinal is looking for an executor on his will in case he dies tomorrow. So uh, you know, <laughs> got you, bro. Depends on how much wolf game he's still holding. I don't know. <laughs> Um, All right, let's get into NFTs. Uh, I think the common theme is NFTs went up, 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 and now NFTs are slightly down, but still much more up than they were a couple days ago. Uh, We could pick out almost any project and just say the same things over and over again. Looking at WGMI, the seven day looks great. The one day, again, like we're we're down from where it was, uh, you know, 48 hours ago or 24 hours ago, but that is okay because we have seen an incredible run here. Uh, the the biggest winner, I think, is Alien Friends uh, on WGMI. But the biggest, biggest winner of the space this week was definitely Fanta Bear. Um, I shouldn't say definitely. There's probably some other hidden uh, gems yeah. kicking around that did really well. Uh, but this is a project that minted on the 31st. Uh, this was right around the time when Alien Friends and... Um, Cool Man's Universe and Little Lemon Friends were experiencing their initial pump, uh, but uh, it minted sort of quietly. I think some people get got in on it, and uh, it has since reached a 5.2 ETH floor. Uh, I think it reached as high as 6 or maybe even 7 yesterday at some point or so, late Saturday. Uh, this is a, a project that is by Jay Chu. Uh, I'm not really sure who this is, but you kind of described him as like the the Gary V to, to, to Asia or... Well, I had I had been hearing this in various alpha rooms that he is more popular uh, than Gary V is here in the United States. I don't think it meant that he's an influencer. He's a very well-known oh, okay. artist there. And I think that when people say this is the Bored Ape Yacht Club of Asia, they're not exaggerating. They look great. The art is very nice. And we will see. I mean, we had a lot of people throwing around a lot of terms uh, this weekend, so I'm not quite sure if they're going to be the bored apes of Asia, but it was obviously an unbelievably fabulous cook. And they look to uh, to be a collection with a very 
dedicated community that I don't think is going to uh, collapse anytime soon. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to show the uh, the artwork here on uh, Fanta Bear, and as we are lamenting OpenSea's ability to function, it has again like uh, ceased to work. I press the refresh look, button I, like an idiot. Just in the last twenty minutes, every floor I watch has fallen another twenty percent. The thing is, it's like five listings, right? Like people who are seeing four hundred gas are just panicking and like taking, you know, 0.1 less than they want to list for right now. So like floors are looking terrible, but it's, it's like a few listings on each. I mean, I just saw cool man's fall from 120 to 0.96. There's just cause nobody wants to buy with, with 400 Gwei. I mean, I don't know. Well, nobody think, can buy. <laughs> right. Right. And I think Ethereum is bottoming right now, as I said earlier in the show. And I mean, that could be a factor as well if we go into a small altcoin phase or whatever. But, you know, we went through an altcoin phase before. I I still think that uh, no matter what happens here, we are firmly in this bull trend until people until celebrities stop cashing out uh, apes. So. Yeah, you know what? There's uh, going back to Fanta Bear really quickly because OpenSea finally just uh, came back to life on me here. The one really interesting thing is like the floor is five, six, seven ETH. I find it very fascinating that the highest sale on this is thirty-eight ETH. It really does feel like you know a lot of times we compare like let's let's see what's what in a project and see what that top tier purchase is versus the floor price. That seems pretty low for a project of of, uh, of uh, how much volume is flying around on this. Do you um, agree? Uh, yes and no. Honestly, that's where I start to go. Oh, okay, this project's gonna make. You know, once I start to see twenty and thirty ETH sales, I okay, that's fair. It was the same thing in Alien Friends. Sure, you haven't seen the the Doodle esque sales and Cool Cat esque. Give them a little bit, right? But Hey, uh, I, I, I got to talk about lemons a little bit. It was such an incredible weekend. We had the first lemons town hall. If I'm just going to cut you off for a second there. I want sure. you to just riff on lemons for a while because I got to step away from the computer for two minutes. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I know all about what happened and you were on lemon spaces for, I think, 48 hours straight. So uh, let, let, us know. <laughs> let, let us know what took place. Well, no, and I was going to bring it back to Fanta Bears, but the the point I was trying to make was that Lemons were sitting at about 0.45. We had this town hall. We had all, you know, whether it was confirmation bias and hopium or the way they were alluding to it, thought maybe something big would happen. They had some great announcements that had all the lemon heads and loyalists very happy. Um, but right afterwards, the floor actually started to dip. In fact, the big joke was the alien friends floor went up 0.1, uh, during the Lemons town hall and, uh, lemons actually fell. But a few hours later, alien friends decided to do a spaces and Farouk, who is now a big lemon fan was in that spaces and started to talk about lemons. Now, alien friends love the lemons and lemons love alien friends. Pape had hopped in the discord, bought some lemons. They're constantly giving each other shout outs, but there were a lot of famous people in this spaces and this spaces was about 600 people and they started aping. I mean, we saw lemons selling at a rate that they never had, even in those uh, previous two pops, for a very, very brief second. 
the floor was about 1.2. But just as floors are an illusion on the downside, this was a bit of an illusion on the upside. I would say the real floor was about one uh, at one point. People started to delist quick when they saw that. But the moment the volume slowed, they started plunking it uh, again. But, you know, Little Lemons, it, it really went... What, you saw this, and we've seen these legs up. But during this, we saw eight ETH sales, 10 ETH sales, 11 ETH sales, and then a 22 ETH sale uh, on a one of one. And when I saw that, you know, I had been a little nervous. This is my largest bag. I definitely needed to take some profits into this pop. I was trying to think of my strategy. When I saw a 22 ETH sale, all my nerves relaxed. I sat back in my chair and I said, yep, whatever happens over the next few days, little lemons have made it. And I feel the same way about Fanta Bears. And I feel the same way about these other collections where uh, Alien Friends. Uh, and I'll be honest, you know, the one collection I haven't seen it in yet is Cool Man's. Okay, and this is pretty interesting to me because Alien Friends and Little Lemon Friends, we've seen some of those whale buys where you go, okay, they're going to be back. You know, this wasn't a one off. Da, da, da. To be fair and cool, man's, I'm waiting to see like that 20 ETH and that 30 ETH sale. We've seen some big sales and maybe I missed it. I Forgive me if, if there was something like that, but it's what I look for most. And even as the lemon floor started to pull back over the next 24 hours and days, we saw um, we saw rares being bought yesterday as the floor was, you know, mostly between 0.8 and 0.9 all day. We saw lots of rares moving three, four, five, eight ETH sales uh, around the board. And that is what whales do after big runs. Um, and yeah, so it's I think that there are certain collections that were made this last week. And it's the ones where you saw those very large sales, Fanta Bears and Lemons uh, included. Yeah. the Fuck, man. The Fanta Bears do look really good. They uh, look this good. Was, this they was a great, good. great pickup. I'm not, I'm not always a big fan of like detailed backgrounds. These seem to have uh, handled it pretty well, though. They're like simple enough that it doesn't get completely lost. Uh, I just, I really They're like a little them. busy, some of them, but I like the clean ones. They look good. Yeah, for sure. So this is a this is a great project. If you if you managed to get in on Fanta Bears, let us know. Um, I know it was uh, it was it was weird because for a while there um, they were sitting at looked like point four. Uh, it kind of entered the market around point four point five, just chilling for a little bit, uh, and then they just skyrocketed up to yeah sixteenth floor. Uh, we, we will be interesting to see where this goes. It has a great unique ownership. It's crossed that uh, you know fifty percent of of uh total items sold so you know the majority of people are holding one or less of these and that normally does uh constrict supply quite a bit simply because um you know you, you always just want that one there's always that people you know those people that have the one and they're like i'm holding this as the next blue chip or the next board ape or something like that you know even in in trading like i you know, if I mint 10 of something, I, I typically try and keep one of them around just for that, you know, extreme upside down the road, just sitting in the wallet. Uh, so I think that's a really good sign for Fanta Bear. I think Little Lemon Friends is getting very close to that mark too. 4,600 unique owners right now. Um, Alien Friends finally popped up on OpenSea. Just a nice, cool, uh, you know, two-minute load time on that screen. Uh, but Alien Friends is kind of leading the charge on that. 6,000 unique owners. And uh, it's sitting... 
Just yeah, it's, cr- it's crazy, especially because this was a 0.02 mint. And I believe you could mint up to 10 of them per transaction or per wallet. Uh, and when that's cheap, people smash that max mint button. So there's been a really, really great dis- redistribution of, uh, of alien friends. Exactly. Around. And I think that's what people discount. And people get worried about, oh, traders buying too many and dumping the floor. Well, oh. yeah, in an undesirable collection, that's certainly an issue because once they start doing that, it dies and, you know, stick a pin in it. But when it's a desirable collection... People hold, it starts to be valuable. They slowly redistribute and you get those holders up and you just can't discount the marketing genius of alien friends. They've done everything right. Yeah, definitely. They have crushed the game. Uh, I think it got to a four ETH floor. Is that right? At the at the peak 2. of it? 4.2. 4.2. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, for a, a point zero two mint cheaper than lemon friends. This is just uh, absolutely outstanding. Yeah, because so. even with gas, even with gas, once they hit three point five, that's a cool hundred x right there. Once yep. they hit three point five from uh, from mint. Yeah, uh, so so big congrats to anybody that's managed to hold those. You had one GM hoodie. Did you end up selling it? I know you listed. I it. listed it at five point five. I was actually so it's kind of rare. So when it got to four point two, I was thinking it could sell. The thing is, all these floor like th- nothing was really four point two. Nothing was really one point two on limit. Like, like you saw a few sales there, but if you tried to rush and sell something at that, you're stuck now. Like it, it was a very. It felt like a blow off top in a sense right and it was for the most part because we've pulled back a bit and and we're chilling here um but that was uh, i did not end up selling it i've actually delisted it now because if if this if what i think holds true and we do have a few days of consolidation here i actually think we're going to come back out of it stronger i think little lemon friends are going to three i think alien friends are going to go to six or seven and i think i could sell that hoodie for eight or uh, nine yeah i mean i only sold one lemon into the the pump there uh i i held on to my remaining cool mans but i sold one lemon um i had a a couple listed for like 1.3 when the floor kind of felt like it might get to that but uh, i put my shroom head with the 3d glasses up for 2.69 eth and uh, it was scooped up pretty quickly actually it wasn't the cheapest head either yeah Mm, shroom had 3d glasses That's i know i was like nice. damn i might have underpriced that a little bit I don't <laughs> know. But you know what honestly it, no, it, no 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 that, i think you i honestly that was a perfect price for where you where the market was and now you could probably go get a nice shroom head at a discount uh, yeah i'm Speaking not saying of- you should i just meant you know Speaking of uh, cool projects, um, the Illuminati finally revealed on a Friday night. Uh, God, the, just the fucking worst time to do a reveal. <laughs> um, Definitely. You know, people are trying to outlive their lives and all of a sudden the Illuminati collection's dropping. It wasn't a cheap mint, 0.23 per mint, uh, three per wallet. So it was one of those ones you wanted to keep an eye on and see what happens. Uh, it had a pretty good run of its own. I think it was uh, kind of flirting with a one ETH flora for a little bit there. Didn't 0.9, quite get it. Yeah. Got up yeah. the point. Um, these are cool. They're not like traditional profile picture uh, 
um, JPEGs. Uh, they're, you know, built around the Illuminati style pyramid with different eyes and different for a jet. I, I just thought that they did the generative uh, aspect of this really, really well. It's, um, it's one thing to just have a face and then kind of layer different traits on top of it. Uh, these are quite intricate and boy, do almost all of the traits work really well with each other, but some on the ones that look really good. I mean, they look really good. This is uh, some of the best. This was a part really, yeah. Really interesting drop. Yeah. I, I think this is some of the best uh, generative PFP art I've ever seen. And quite frankly, they work in the PFP bubble. I've seen quite a few people rocking it. I don't quite know if it's my style uh, mm -hmm. to wear in a PFP, but when I've seen people rocking them, I'm like, oh, it's distinct. I know it's Illuminati when I see it. And trust me, when these things get to 10 ETH and it's a flex to wear them, you're going to see a lot of people wearing them in their PFPs. It, it definitely is a cool project. They've got some DAO stuff going on. It feels like they've got some more stuff up their sleeve. Um, as you mentioned, the art is really, really good. A lot of variety in these, like in some really big sales on them. Well, I shouldn't say really big sales, but uh, a couple of 13 ETH sales, a 10 ETH sale. I managed to actually mint um, Rarity... 35 in this uh in this project and then later when i checked it actually got upgraded to rarity 32 um, nice how did so how i'll did tell you yeah. let me warn you though you're probably not wrong that they do not endorse anybody out there none of the official rarity tools have been endorsed they have specifically said that there are and this makes sense it's, it's since it's the illuminati there are things hidden in the commons that will eventually make them rare Okay, so this is a fun little game if you want to get in there. They said while we don't endorse any of the rarity tools, they're probably mostly right because they are taking statistical, you know, mm -hmm. how many trades there. So while it's not 100% accurate and they will change, if you're in the top 100, you probably are top 100. Um, but there is going to be some interesting rarity flipping as we find out what's special uh, about certain commons. So um, I'm very I actually bought two more uh, yeah. a little higher than the floor is right now, because, like I said, gas has kind of polaxed uh, every floor across the board. But I had minted three. Uh, I I liked two of mine, but there were other ones I was so in love with. I'm trying to buy five that I like, and then I'm going to sell um, the three that I originally got. Well, uh, there's one that I like, but my my goal is to hold five and then sell a few uh, to cover my cost. When it does, I I do think this this project is going to ramp. This one's they just are, chilling on the floor. They look so fucking good, so good, and they are. The problem right now is they've made themselves roadmap dependent because yeah. of all the secrets and things they've alluded to. So as great as the art is, people want to know what these things do. And until then, I don't think you're going to see them uh, make new highs. But for someone who believes in both the team and loves the art, it's giving me an opportunity to get ones I like. And then I'm going to sell the ones that aren't my favorite into volume when it comes back. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, just wanted to, we kind of mentioned at the beginning of the show, but big shout out to Doodles uh, for a brief moment had flipped Cool Cats. Uh, you did, you know, it got a little bit frothy near the top. Big shout out to Maz who uh, had bought a Doodle and then uh, ended up selling it for an incredible price. Um, you know what though? Like he, the brief period of time that he was wearing it, man, like those, the, these are actually just like top tier 
profile pictures. Like they're just so good. Um, and it's no, no surprise to see the uh, doodles derivative is always doing good too. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Maz, give a shout out to the doodles crew. Um, big, big things ahead for them. There was a, undoubtedly there was a, there was a very big announcement for doodles over the weekend that has ramifications across the whole industry. They've created a type of NFT and I forget exactly what they're calling it. It's a new system. It's some sort of wrapped something or other. Now, the way that they've done this, it takes your doodle, it puts it into a rocket ship or a spacesuit, it turns it into an animation and it blasts it off into space. But the way they've designed this, when you want to put your doodle in its rocket ship, it take it makes the doodle nft go away so there can only be one nft at all times you're either the doodle in your rocket ship or you can get off your rocket ship and go back to your doodle but two nfts never exist at the same time so they are claiming that while they are releasing a new nft it is not dilutive the size of the collection will never change you can just decide whether you're going to put your doodle in a rocket ship or not. People went nuts for this. Obviously, it's not the, the, the sole or even main reason that they've popped above 10 right here on this show. And they were under three ETH and they had started rallying off that, you know, 0.7 bottom they had hit. I said that this was going to be the next uh, NFT to hit the 10 ETH club. They did. I congratulate them. I do think it's getting a little frothy. Uh, for them now. And I hope that people who are in uh, that very cheap mint are going to take profits and roll it into smaller collections. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, that is the the redistribution there for sure. And there is a, an absolutely a ripple effect that takes place uh, when you start to consider that, you know, people are selling these for such high prices when, you know, they potentially minted them. Um, that goes into other projects, other pro- people in those other projects were able to exit for pro- maybe hopefully a nice profit or now they have more liquidity and so on and so on and so on. Right. So uh, these these big events definitely have uh, big ramifications for the market. You know, that money doesn't just get spent once. Uh, I'm sure the guy who um, sold Eminem, the board ape, uh, went and bought other stuff. And I'm sure the people that sold him that other stuff went and bought other stuff, right? Yeah. And unlike small brains, which decided to make the same outfit for all of their smalls and make all of them look the same. So you can't even tell who you're talking to anymore because they're all wearing the same stupid white suit. Doodles decided to go in a different direction (laughs) and actually make each of these unique. uh, And they're very, very cool animations. So Doodles definitely came up with this a while ago. Um, And uh, yeah, that's the answer to Icon's question. Yeah. No, small brains is not influencing the NFT market in any way. Shout out to all the fucking vampires watching this that were like yelling at me to turn dark mode on on uh, on OpenSea. They're like looking at the screen. Uh. You're you're welcome. Uh, Last but not least, uh, a drop that I think was supposed to happen today and then got postponed to tomorrow, I believe, is one that we've been watching pretty closely. Hunger Brains. if correct me if I'm wrong, the mint is pushed back to tomorrow. 
The mint is pushed back to Tuesday. It was supposed to be today. I'm not sure if that, I don't know if they were doing the public and the white list in the same day. It was definitely going to be at least the allow list uh, minting today. This is a game. This Mm -hmm. is fabulous art. This is started by uh, a crew from MVHQ led by Grape Dutch, who's a who's a god in in the NFT world and a great trader. Um, Every I I had gotten in this discord pretty early and given the people who are running it, I was always surprised that it was about a 5000 member discord. Um, But you know what? They were very smart and kind of just waiting to do their marketing push. They let people chill. They did giveaways the whole time. And then when they did start marketing, man, that thing's up to almost 30,000 members in the Discord. I haven't I don't know how many details there are on how much this is like risk protocol versus actual game. Like, you know, most of these are really probability roles right now. There's not really fancy UIs with tactic control or anything like that, but the concept looks great. Uh, Hunger Brains, it's a zombie versus human epic, and it will um, it will be minting tomorrow, at least for the allow list. I know I am going to max mint those. I love these games. I'm looking forward to a new one, and given the pedigree of the people running this team, I'm really optimistic about it. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to definitely be minting mine, uh, too. I, I'm excited for it. You know, I think that games are could be ripe for coming back in the meta. Everybody's got a little bit of extra liquidity that they're playing with, and now they can kind of click the buttons a, a little bit more, I guess. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I think this is a project that has some definite upside to it, and uh, we're going to be going to be participating in that. So if, if you've got on the allow list, good on you. Um, I, I, I do believe it is 100% allow list. Uh, oh, it is. Minting. But oh, okay. um, nice. I, I, I think uh, obviously any remaining um, supply at the end will typically go to a public. Sale. There won't we'll, be we'll any remaining happen. supply. We we know we're notoriously against you know 100% whitelists on this show unless the team knows they have the leverage to do it. In which case, they're usually the bigger cooks out there, right? As secondary demand is just rabid for this thing they couldn't have access to. It's just a yeah. mistake for teams who haven't built up any hype to do this, right? You, yeah. have, to, you have to have an uh, inordinate amount of hype to go yeah. 100% because the second that that starts faltering or stalling, I mean, you just stick a pin in it, it's over, right? Yeah, and teams don't realize it's easy to fill a whitelist. Shit, you could say whitelist day with people be like, sure, I'll, I'll join your white. Like anyone will join a whitelist to see what's going to happen. But if that's all you've done to stoke engagement, people are just going to sit there and wait for the other person to mint and it's never going to happen. So, you know, you really you have to have a lot of hype, like we said, like invisible friends. You are muted, sir. There you go. Mute button. <laughs> yes, there we go. Yeah, Invisible Friends is a great example of um, a project that will do just fine on uh, the presale list only. Um, but if it's a new project, one that doesn't have any pedigree or a mm-hmm. pedigree of a team behind it, like don't don't do it. Don't do it. We could talk quickly about a classic sell the news situation in Cool Man's yesterday because yep. they also. When you do that, I just want to give everybody the shout out, uh, Moon Lounge members, that I did drop the restream link into the uh, AM show chat that's at the top there for you. If you want to jump on stage, we'll start getting you in here uh, for the Q&A session at the end of the show. Uh, Yeah, cool man's roadmap. 
Yeah, Cool Man's had not had any roadmap released. This was another thing that made its run so impressive. This was one of the more expensive mints of last month as it minted at point one due to the pedigree of the artist who has 2.5 million followers, already a very well-established career who could afford uh, to charge this much for his art. But it did kind of sit there because... There's no roadmap. It has to basically only sell on the artist and the artist's personality alone. But lo and behold, it did start ripping. In fact, on the blow off top on Saturday, we did get up to 1.9. And as we were at that level, they announced that the roadmap was going to be released the next day at 3 p.m. So I entered that town hall. It was a very, very interesting and dynamic roadmap of which one of the main items is a collaboration with Crocs. Yes, the, the <laughs> we're going to see Cool Man's Times Crocs. Um, there is going to be a live premiere in New York. There is going to be some uh, toys that he is making exclusively for holders. Um, but it was a classic sell the news situation. I don't know if people were expecting staking or a token or maybe like alien friends, an announcement of mutants or something like that. But they instantly started selling off after the town hall didn't seem uh, to impress traders. Yet I loved uh, this roadmap that they put out. And more importantly, I loved hearing Cool Man Coffee Dan talk about his project and his roadmap. He reminds me uh, of us in the way that he thinks about uh, projects and art. Uh, I'm very confident in that team. And I look really forward to that roadmap as well. Yeah. Um, I love this project. Uh, I, I think that it was like a perfect storm of that, uh, the town hall that they did to release the roadmap. Some people being largely unimpressed. I know everybody wants to do the when token thing or like one metaverse land thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, I also think that we hit the, they did, they did it at the perfect time with OpenSea really like struggling. Um, and, you know, gas was a little bit high yesterday. And I, I think it just like kind of artificially depressed that floor uh in in conjunction with the announcement so uh, you know I, I think it was it kind of experienced the same thing that everybody else did um maybe yeah. just to a, a bit of a higher degree uh but yeah i mean hey crocs is a big partnership they you know we it, they're a meme at this point but that's a it's a huge company now so three people just listed lemons at 0.6 all right so the lemon floor is now 0.6 50% lower than it was at its top. But let's count. It would only take 25 lemons to get back to 0.8. All right. So before there was about a 250 lemon wall between 0.6 and 0.8. So when you want to understand what we talk about, and that doesn't mean that if volume stays away, people won't dump more and that lemons won't go down anymore. But what I'm saying is when you see people all of a sudden go, ah, lemon floor 0.6, it's like, go look at the collection, see what's going on. Look at the macro situation and you're seeing it in Cool Man's 2 down 50%. And and now even Alien Friends is almost down 50% from its peak. But none of these floors are legit. Yeah, 200 items to uh, one ETH floor, Lemon Friends. And as we've seen with all of these projects, once that volume starts going crazy, uh, you combine that with delisting. 
it can, it it can get back May. there very, very, very quickly. In so May. yeah, well, we'll see though. Uh, I mean, if, if this lack of volume continues um, and extends a little bit more. longer, yeah, no I mean, the, the the floors will definitely get a little more solid than they are right now. Um, but yeah, like you know, we're we're eleven o'clock right now, almost so three hours, eight p.m. on the west or eight a.m. on the west coast. You know, people are going to start finding this look token, and uh, we might see some some uh, liquidity re-enter the market as they sell if. They they sell, you know, that remains to be seen, but uh, sitting at $2 looks token right now. Uh, let's bring Zikoki up onto stage with us. Thanks for uh, joining us. Going to get you a second to get set up there. So, hello, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good, man. Okay, awesome. So, something insane happened these past two days with the Heart Project. Um, oh, have yeah, you guys been looking too. into that? I remember, I remember that was a, a, a project that got pretty hot. I think pre-reveal when Gary V started buying a bunch of them, uh, and then I saw on Twitter, Phase Banks was rocking a hoodie or something. So here, here's basically what went down. So the the person that is affiliated with Fanta Bears, Jay Cho, so he's a Chinese superstar, like Chinese fans. From uh, are crazy for Jay Cho, and that's why the insane hype happened with right. Santa Bears. And so the heart. Pro- so what happened was on his Instagram, he posted a a picture, and in his MetaMask wallet, in the background, there was a heart on his Instagram. Oh my god, that's so, how influential so this guy is, eh? Everyone from China just started buying up hearts like out of nowhere. And I wake up at like 7 a.m. two nights, two days ago. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? The floor was 0.1. And all of a sudden it's 0.8. What is going on? So I figured out all this, all of this uh, crazy Instagram thing that went down. And then on top of that, they landed a collaboration with another Chinese, uh, a, another Chinese influencer named Edison Chen. And Edison Chen, he has a clothing company called um, Oh, I think he cut out there. Free market, you still there? I'm here, yeah. Yeah, I saw his connection uh, just drop down to like zero. Can I just shout out Zug, which is at 145, right? <laughs> you, you can, yes. Shout out to Zug. Zakoki, you back? We're struggling. I actually mm. thought the Hearts Project was by Comme des Garçons. If you know this fashion brand, uh, they have a very similar logo to these hearts. Yeah, I feel like I've seen it somewhere. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it's Comme des Garçons. You have a nice accent, my friend. Merci. Wow. Oh, Je wow. suis français, hein? Oh, parlez-vous français? Oui, un peu. Uh, that's all I know. That's it. Je ne parle pas français. <laughs> yes because everybody here is listening to us uh wants to listen to us speak french thank you um <laughs> you know what i'm gonna bring uh i'm gonna just um put zakoki on the sideline for now i'll watch for the connection um and in the meantime bring up cast gm sir how was your weekend bonjour monsieur comment ça va ça va bien ça va bien ouais oh wow yeah no i'm out qu'est-ce que tu as fait aujourd'hui monsieur wow that's real uh, come see. That's I know, yeah, right there, bro. Right. Yeah. Pass, How was my weekend? Bro. I'm watching our viewership just dr- plummet right now. 
<laughs> oh wow! No, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> how was my How was my weekend? Um, okay, fuck it. In it, my weekend has made me want to say, "Mum, I've made it." <laughs> w yeah. yeah. GMI. Literally, yeah. literally no mum, I made it. That's that 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 was my weekend. Congratulations! Yes, a lot a lot of people made it this weekend. That's for sure. Bro, fuck off, man. You know how fucking gassed I was. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm actually unwell, but it's just. It's just lifted my spirits and life. For sure. Yeah. Well, this was going on on Saturday. Uh, My wife was like headed to bed. Normally I go to bed around the same time as her sometimes stay up a little bit later. And uh, and she was like, you coming to bed? I'm like, now I I don't think I am. (laughs) I was like, this is, uh, you know, this is something that we got to pay, got to pay attention to. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really, really incredible. Um, I slept like a baby after that, but uh, you know, woke up invigorated in the morning too. But, uh, but yeah, what, what a, what a, you know, what a weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was amazing. Um, lemons, great. Whoopie dee doo. Little, great. Whoopie dee doo. I think everything. Oh was yeah, great. the little. Yeah, that's. I mean, we were having such a hard time figuring out what to talk about. Um, I know we always kind of go back to lemons, cool mans, and uh, um, uh, alien friends, just because they kind of are are new. Uh, you know, people in Alpha Mint had big positions in them, and they've just been doing so well. But I mean, just you know, stick all of the projects in a hat and start pulling them out. And like we kind of mentioned, like if you're if you're a bag holding a project that didn't have a moment this weekend, um, you know, you better be sure that there's something underlying there or else uh, you might be back for longer. The entire lemon floor is people taking losses right now. There's this one Hello Kitty lemon that just keeps undercutting. We're at 0.585 now because of one lemon that just keeps trying to get sold into this gas. Your lemon ain't selling, honey. Just delist. Well, now they can't delist because they've made 15 prices. That lemon is (laughs) I might have to scoop that one. Um uh, trust me, trust Put me. them out of their pain. Put them out of yeah, their pain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're here to help. We're here to help. Um, well, hey, if OpenSea had the uh, the the blanket floor offer uh, that there you go. Have, this this wouldn't have happened. Point proven. I think one of one of my best ones was um, Rebel Bots. Tell us about it. I heard okay. these briefly. Rebel right, Bots? So Rebel Bots. R-E-B-3-L bots. Yeah, I'd heard okay. Right, so I bought these back in um, November. Um, I spoke to the team uh, prior to hand, like the founders, and they seem solid individuals where the team itself, they more or less, um, they concentrate on on mobile games or mobile gaming. That's where their industry is. So um, what interested more about it was... Um, when when I first purchased it was um, the worst game they've ever made um, had 2.7 million downloads. The best game they ever made together um, received 150 million downloads. Jesus. Right. Wow. So um, when I purchased it, the floor was at 0.05. I picked up a... 162 rank rare. Hi, Cass. Really sorry to interrupt you real quick. Your notifications are pinging uh, like mad. We're having a hard time following you, mind. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, one second. Let no me worries. just tell you. No worries. No, we want to hear about these rebel bots, and we're getting uh, distracted. 
<coughs> right. Can you? Is that better? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, much better. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so um, they were having a bit of a hard time. They they they, they weren't doing their marketing why right. People weren't really into the gaming thing last year. But then, obviously, to the latter part of last year and the beginning of this year, it's all about play to earn. It's all about yeah. Now um, these guys have run up. Now the floor. This is where it gets beautiful. The floor is currently what point two seven five. Yeah, looks like now, that right now. Yeah. Now those are going to be the lower rank bots. Now the lower rank bots doesn't yield you as much. Okay. Now, if you have like a rank like I have, which is 164, um, they will be selling land soon. And each and every NFT has a portion of land. Now, when they do sell this land, the owner of the NFT whose land is being sold, 40% of, of mint goes to the owner. So it will come to me. And 40% of secondary sales will come to me as well. So any land that's sold in any one of my plots in the game, 40% will come to me because of the rank. Uh, I believe in, in a, a rank 100 to 250, you will get uh, 3,400 plots of land. If you get a rank 1,000, you will get 19,000 plots of land, but at a rate of 25%. Okay. For, for the DAO that I'm working with last year, when everyone thought I was a nutcase buying these, I bought 17 of these fuckers, all high-ranked. The uh, Rebel Bots? Yeah. Oh, they've been around for that long, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 were around since before before September. Okay. But no one, no one took much notice of them, uh, hence why they had like a... It's gone up a little bit now, but it was like 2.5 owners, 2.5K owners to 10K. Mm-hmm. Um, their game is going to be cut. Their beta version is coming out in Q1 and their game is being released in Q2. And there's also uh, the reason why it's got a pump is um, there's word that Ubisoft are getting involved with them. Oh, cool. That's a big one. Yeah. Very big one. So um, that's why the movement happened. So, yeah, I'm kind of happy with that. I'm yeah, I, I'm gonna take a look at this. I didn't. Uh, I've I've never actually seen it before. If I'm being honest with you, um, that was probably just as I was getting into uh, to NFTs somewhere in that the ballpark. I think August was when I started. So yeah, definitely, definitely didn't uh, catch my eye then. But that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Nice little win for you there too. I'm assuming you're probably holding these for a while as well. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to them. I think the sub the sub 250 ranks are going for about 1.5 ETH each and they're selling at that so it's good art yeah yeah i like the art as well i think the art is pretty cool but that Uh, pedigree too very interesting huh i love how their worst game got more like 10 times more downloads than wallets even exist in the nft space exactly and (laughs) the thing the thing when i was speaking to them um when I was having a word with Team 800, that's, that's his name, um, or that's his um, metaverse name, um, he was saying that he's not, he's not, after this, he's not interested in the NFT space. He's going to be moving more towards the gaming space because that's where most of his people are. Now, he's not going to be working on Web3. He's going to be working on Web2. Um, but he will have some sort of, yeah, he will have some sort of, um, play to earn factor on it 
Oh, that's really cool. We'll have to definitely check back in with it and uh, and see what's going on with it. If Ubisoft is getting involved in anything crypto, I mean, just like I said, uh, a big big name in the uh, the gaming space. So, yeah, then, fun fun to watch that go down. And then another one, Crypto Dads. Um, mm-hmm. I was in a Twitter Spaces with them. I met you as a crypto dad. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's what you were when I first met you, right? I know. Yes. 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 Cool. Do you know that? Uh, yeah. I remember. Oh, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> you're making me blush. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Crypto Dads um, was in the AMA space chatting and catching joke and um, Budweiser turns up. As in. Seems Budweiser. like a good pairing. Very. And there, there's talks about, um, there's talks about a collab with them too. No kidding. They're, they're floating around. Yeah, Budweiser, the actual Budweiser Twitter account was floating around in the spaces and interacting in the spaces as well. Then they came onto the Discord and jammed with all the dads. So um, I think there's going to be a, a Budweiser collab there coming in after the energy drink that they've just released. That's really cool. Mm. I'm trying so, to pull Crypto Dads up right now. What's the what's the floor looking on it? I know that was like a super hyped drop and then kind of just had a fall from grace. and, and That was one of those surprising drops yeah. where I think a lot of people were like, is this really going to work? Is it? Re-? And then it, what did it get up to like 3E? Yeah, think, it was insane. Yeah, it was, yeah. Think about that. And we're all sitting here right now like, how long can this last? How long? How many collections hit 3E in that last bull run where you look back and go, oh, my God, those were 3E, right? Like, this wasn't – this didn't feel crazy then. And e- and ETH was above 4K. Yeah. I think I think what happened with them – oh, th- this is the issue, isn't it? Um, two things. One, um, with the money that was made from Mint and secondary sales, Jay and Anthony uh, built um, – a metaverse company called Meta React with the finances. And I don't think that went well with the, with the community as such, because it felt like they were shifting away from the crypto dads. Um, I think that fucked them. And um, another thing was the mums. When the mums came into play, because that's why people were holding dads. They were holding dads to get a mum. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And it, yes. it what it felt dilutive or something. It, well, people before before the mums drop, people were concerned that the pl- that the price is going to plank on yeah. on dads for secondary because yeah. after you got the mum, what's the point of having a dad? Right, right. And um, because the price of mums went to more or less nothing because it was a free mint, the dads followed suit. Mm. So I was a bit lucky with that. I had two dads. I sold one for one point two, I think it was, and then kept my rare one. So, yeah, I was lucky with that one. Was this the same artist as like Bob's Burgers or did they just look very sick? Because that was the vibe I got where I thought maybe it could work because it had like a Bob's Burgers anim- uh, animation or drawing style. The, the, um, the, the inspiration was from Bob's Burgers. Gotcha. The artist okay. Was. okay. All right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Inspiration was with them. But yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think I think that that's that was my weekend really, just enjoying enjoying um enjoying quests. I've never done quests before, but I've been doing quest 
Austin what? Uh, tell, tell us about it. This is this is no longer redacted. I think you can mm. say oh, my uh, name and tell us you your can... experience. This is becoming real now, huh? Oh fuck it then, bruv. Like starting <laughs> with the fucking one in it. <laughs> Star Wars. If you don't know, bruvs, like Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh my yeah. god. It is we... uh, finally a real thing. Surprise, surprise to all the haters. It's a real project. <laughs> do, do you know the funniest thing? I've actually changed my Twitter handle as well not the handle but my twitter description um i think i put i think i put star wars og for life or some shit like that (laughs) because i actually made og status hell yeah man yeah we we are a lot we are dripping in people who signed up we had a very long wait list that we gave to people to sign up and we have, as Cass described, a few games in our Discord that allow you to both get familiar with the lore of Star Wars and level up your uh, your personality in there with XP by playing this game. Now, we need to make sure these bots can handle the eventual load that's coming in. So we've started to uh, drip people in. Don't be offended if you're on that list. We haven't gotten to you. We are all doing this manually right now. And the dev is basically guiding us um, if if a load becomes too much. So don't worry. You don't need to hurry. We are, we are loading people in now. Um, Star Wolves is real. We are very, very hyped and excited for it. Uh, and yes, yeah, stay tuned. You never know if you are a member of the Moon Lounge when that invite link may drop in the Star Wolves project chat. I talked to a lot of people um, who didn't even know there was a Star Wolves thread. It, Moon Lounge members who may be newer or have just bought their passes, there is a thread. Uh, you should go there. Every once in a while, our fearless leader, uh, Chow Wolfso, may drop a invite link in there so there you go there's some alpha uh if you are a member of the moon lounge go check out that project chat and yeah we're very looking forward to star wolves thank you Cass. oh don't thank me man i thank you man it was you that gave me the red pool was it is it the red pool or blue pool red pool red pool isn't it (laughs) yeah it was you guys that gave me the red pool man so no i'm I'm gassed um yeah that's going to be my profile picture for life i already spoke to my missus about that and i said yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I swear to God, it will be. We're we're really. If you could see, I mean, man, if you would, if you could see some of the one ones that we got cooking. Oh, oh, I am. I'm for. I may have to just buy them all. This is my collection. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we're really excited. So thank you for pointing that out. And yeah, we'll be getting people in there as much as our uh, bot allows. As you've seen, the worst experience is when a Discord opens, 15,000 people rush and nobody could get in because all the bots are breaking down. You get so frustrated. You feel like well, you're was... going to miss OG roll. We just want to make sure it's it's nice and perfect for you. So don't feel like you're missing out. We're, we're ramping up slowly. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much nice. it. By the way, the Discord is really well done, guys. And oh, it's, um, it's, um, it's unique. And it's something I've always, I always like unique. I always like something different. and. Um, yeah, you, you guys, you you guys have never failed to deliver. So I'm I'm glad people noticed that because I think Cobain and R two and I talk a lot 
about setting up a discord, you know, invisible friends, which I am so in love with that art. I want that NFT so bad, but I can just not exist in that discord. I hate it. They send a ton of pins. There's 8 million rooms. You know, I, I really appreciate you saying that because we've put a lot of thought and care into the discord. We want it to boast. We want it to be fun, simple to navigate and on character. We're not trying to, to, you know, yeah. No, 100%. Um, two other things before I go. Um, one, Sir FMC, congratulations after with the lemons. Thank you. Um, seriously, when 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 that when that pump happened, I just felt so happy for you. It was not even a joke. I so, love it. I appreciate that. I was, I was crying. It was, it, it, it was, you know, you say we've made it and it's, you know, it's not even about the money. You put your, you put your time and your care into something you really believe in. It's nice to see it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And um, you want to talk about a conviction play. Holy guys. Like, I've, I, I heard, you know, I just want to give a free market a shout out um, because we all know internally um, how bullish he has been uh, since before even the drop date was announced on these things. Like basically since the Discord opened, um, picked up on on something special there and uh, rode that conviction all the way through until the 1.3 floor. Well, I shouldn't even say all the way up to that point. Like you, It's not like you unloaded them either. Um, but you hear on the Twitter spaces of which he's a part of. He's up there on a speaker and you you hear about like, oh, you know, this so-and-so has been shouting it from the rooftop since the day that it minted and all of that stuff. And it's, you know ever humble as he is he's not jumping in there being like no like i've been saying it for even months before that but uh, i mean this is uh you know that this has been something he's been saying um for a long long time whether or not you've been listening yeah i I love the lemon family and uh you know i i tweeted that night that lemons changed my life i said thank you scenarius and he said i couldn't do it without you and that meant a lot to me so shout out to scenarius amazing and, and a random one, um, Jay from the Crypto Dads. Um, you know, you got Anthony and Jay, who are the founders. Yeah. Um, do we? Well, basically, there's there's a guy called Anthony and a guy called Jay, and from the mm-hmm. Crypto Dads, they're the two founders. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, on a random one, um, I was going to buy a crypto mum, and I ended up in Jay's wallet. Okay, because it was him that held the NFT. And I thought, well, let me just flick through his wallet. I ha- he had a bag of lemons, and this is this is when it was about zero point zero five. Yeah, he had a bag of them. He had nice. not as much as you, but I think he must have had about twenty twenty five. Yeah, and uh, I thought, yeah, even a crypto dad is getting into the lemons. This is fucking cool. So, um, no, you you, you played that whole lemons thing so spot on, dude. Um. Thank and you. your conviction and even getting scenarios onto the onto the show. Because it was after when you got scenarios onto the show, when I heard him, that's what made me really intrigued about the lemons. But you've obviously cottoned on to that way before anyone else. Well, you so. know what it was? I think that vibe came through, but it's very difficult to quantify it until you like talk to the person. And when he talked, I was like, oh, his intelligence and personality completely match what I thought I saw here. So yeah, this, you know, full, full steam ahead, blah, blah, blah. And look, I took some profits at one ETH. 
I cashed out 12 lemons. You know, I put six ETH into lemons. I've now taken out 12 and I, I am holding the rest. I don't think they've even begun and I don't care where the floor pulls back. No one wants to see it. You don't want to watch it. I wish they would just go straight to 10 ETH, but I have the utmost confidence in Cenarius, his roadmap. And I know lemons are going to surpass alien friends. I know they're the next cool cats. And it's just a matter of time. So I'm very diamond handed with the ones I have left. I did just take some profit off the table because as I had said, I was over invested in citrus. I needed the devs to do something and they did something. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, before I go, R2, you know, earlier on when you had um, a screenshot of your wallet on, I think it's looks or did I see a PPA pod? What? Have you got a PPA pod or a PPA shuttle? Uh, no, no, I don't know what you saw. My wallet no. is... Uh, what a cook, though. Oh, my God. You pointed this out to us on Friday. I saw everyone talking about this Planetary Property Association everywhere. Do you remember Cass brought this up with us? It was yeah, like... Yeah, I yeah. do. Um, yeah. no, I, I don't, I don't know what popped up there. Maybe it was, it was a wallet. Like my wallet's not connected to the browser that I oh, have so it's just uh, a shared. Wallet. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, that might've been it. Yeah. I might've been clicking on somebody else's. Uh, no, I actually don't have any of those. No. Well, I, I bought one, I bought one yesterday and just hold on to it. I think, I don't think I'm going to flip it, especially with the looks airdrop. I'm definitely not going to. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to ship it out because that's that's giving me enough liquid now. So yeah, and that looks price keeps going up. It's at two point zero six at the moment. So yeah, I'm feeling yeah. good about that one. So we'll watch that closely. Cass, okay. we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap the show up. Love having you up here as always. Um, I did see King Wizard pop into restream and then uh, jump out. I didn't know. I'll give him a minute or two if he's listening to to jump back in. But uh, Cass, thank you so much. You enjoy your Monday, and uh, we will do this again soon. Big shout out to Wallet0842, who just dumped 1,400 Zug on the market uh, and crashed it down to 117. I swear to God, you have like a designated Zug screen on like <laughs> on your computer, you like joking? it's like hanging on the wall, like the monitoring the price of Zug. I love it. I have Zug, R Waste, SOS, and now Looks and Block are also uh, up there as well. These are the things, these are the coins I watch. <laughs> Love it, love it. Yeah, as Cass mentioned, looks as uh, having a, a little bit of a run, going up to above two dollars again. Um, God, you know what? Like this, this weekend was so crazy. We didn't even touch on critters, which we've talked about, but and continues oh, to do insanely the Becker, well. The Becker effect, yeah, huge. Becker, Becker, you know, started minting plots and jumping in there and stuff, and then like within minutes, the price of uh, block was up to. Um, Buck oh, so back. Uh, uh, yeah, buck thirty. I mean, uh, plots started going for like 0.8. Critters got up to four ETH floor. Four point two. Yeah, they've held really well too. They were like at two point three, two point four the last time I saw them. Um, so the, I mean, this thing is uh, uh, just uh, honestly, I don't know how they're sitting at two when you can literally withdraw that in interest in two weeks. Yep. 
Like it, the, the, you know, I understand it was a free mint and people will want their money and there's just not enough people out there that understand what's going on to pick that supply. I think I'm going to buy another critter this morning. Like literally it pays for itself in two weeks. And then you got this free thing that generates you money and has an asset value of 2.4. Come on. Yeah, I mean, if you just know some quick math. Uh, welcome back, Sakoki. If you're, uh, if you could talk, your uh, sorry about that, guys. That's oh, okay. Um, um, so, uh, where did I, where did I get cut off? What I was in my in the crazy story? I don't remember. Oh, it was about. Um, uh, we were talking about Fanta Bears and Jay Cho. Okay. Um, so um, we so do have guy, to wrap it up. So I got to give you like the 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 two minute timer here. <laughs> okay. So basically, here here's what ended up happening. The reason why Hearts is going crazy right now is because the guy that we collaborated with, Edison Chen, he's mm-hmm, doing yeah. an NFT, and Hearts holders get the whitelist. Oh. So, okay. so people are valuing like, okay, if Fana Bears went up to five to seven ETH, and this is going to be the second uh, Chinese star that's getting into the NFT space, and all of his followers are going to go in. Like this whitelist could be upwards of one ETH and could get to two, three ETH, four ETH. Who, who knows what it could be? So holding this, a heart gets you access to that whitelist. So that's why people are just like buying in on these hearts. This is the greatest kind of airdrop within NFTs that happen all the time is <clears throat> these NFTs you thought were dead. Whether it was Kaiju who had a previous NFT collection, aug- uh, Augmented Labs had a previous one with them. Whether it's Invisible Friends that just turned their previous collections into mammoth, mammoth cooks because they announced whitelist for those. Or now, Fanta Bears. And then look, and Clonex, my Fiwo shoes that went from worthless to 45 ETH. I mean, this is... This is the new trend. Turn a previous collection into a mint pass. And we it's amazing. And oh, I absolutely yeah. love it for, for the holders that were there since day one. Like I've been a heart holder since October when the floor was like 0.07 ETH. So good for I'm not sitting it feels on better than being oh. early and being rewarded for it. It is like you know, it's like being recognized. It it feels good, man. Congrats. One hundred percent. Congrats. Thank you guys. Uh thank you guys for having me up here. Love the show. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you, Zakoqui. Yeah. You got it. All right, my dude. You uh, you want to finish this off with anything? Any other things you want to touch on? We were uh, we could probably do. There's a probably bit more. ten things I forgot, yeah. but I'm just we might as well say, just save yeah. it for tomorrow because we're yeah. gonna be banging our heads together tomorrow, yeah. being like, where do we even start? Uh, but this feels like the start to an amazing week. Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in. We peaked out at about 55, 60 viewers again. That's amazing. Uh, really appreciate everyone making the jump over to YouTube and watching live with us. Um, definitely going to have to put an addendum in based on the chat uh, that if you're going to jump up on and restream, you got to mute your notifications first. Uh, and I, I, as a small consolation prize, I promise that I will put dark mode on uh, my OpenSea from now on. That is just a burner browser that I used to stream with and uh, never really considered it. I promise you I have dark mode on my, uh, my normal wallet. So um, yeah, thank you so much guys for tuning in. It's been a great Monday. Uh, lots more in store for you we'll do it again tomorrow morning 9 30 eastern we'll drop the youtube link in the discord as always free market take us away good luck at the tables you beautiful degenerates